Are you ready to head down the path to an abundant retirement? We're tackling the topics at the mind of the modern retiree. Here on Navigating an Abundant Retirement Radio. And now your host, Carol Dewey. Welcome back to Navigating an Abundant Retirement Radio. I am your host, Carol Dewey. And this week, we are going to continue our discussion regarding the map to economic independence. This week, we'll be talking about bulletproofing wealth and the four keys to economic self-reliance, as well as to provide three ways you can create cash flow using cryptocurrencies. The most recent world event to have affected many Americans' bottom line is the COVID-19 shutdown. Many people were unable to work, whether it was due to business closures or quarantine. Businesses dependent on physical patrons were hit really hard, especially if they were unable to pivot into a digital presence. In the past, government shutdowns caused similar issues. Now we're getting over the hill, yet the implication remains. What happens when you're not allowed to work? More specifically, how can you increase your own economic self-reliance even as the government goes on strike for lack of funds? Regardless of your job, your business, even your investment strategy, stuff will happen. It's unavoidable. However, you can avoid derailing your prosperity when the unexpected happens. The real question is, how can you prepare for the unknown and continue to prosper in spite of it? Well, you can bulletproof your wealth by practicing four keys to economic self-reliance. And key number one is take your income into your own hands. Self-employed people are much more likely to become wealthy. Doctors, lawyers, accountants, and other self-employed individuals are more likely to build wealth as all kinds of business owners. Simply put, a W-2 job is not necessarily the best path to wealth. If you have an entrepreneurial spirit, you increased your chances of building significant wealth. According to a study by financial author and expert Burt Whitehead, while only 20% of our population is self-employed, 75% of millionaires are self-employed. There are several reasons for this correlation. First, when self-employed people develop the ability to find customers and make sales, they become immune to unemployment. Second, those who work for themselves create their own income and can raise their own ceiling. Last but not least, being an entrepreneur develops a different mindset than that of an employee. Anyone who owns a successful business has learned valuable skills from the secrets of managing time, people, and money to how to generate sales with marketing. So yes, these skills can help you land a better job, yet they can also eliminate the need for a job or allow you to start a profitable business either full-time or on the side. This leads us to self-reliance key number two, which is to diversify your income. You've probably heard you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Neither do you want to limit yourself to one goose. Most everyone understands the concept of investment, diversification, and asset allocation. Don't put all your dollars into the stock market or all into bonds or into one type of real estate. But what exactly is income diversification? When it comes to income, diversification looks like having more geese laying those eggs. While self-employment and business ownership may make you literally fireproof in terms of layoffs, business owners can still be very vulnerable when their source of income is too limited. 
For example, a real estate investor who only bought New Orleans properties would have been severely affected by Hurricane Katrina. Likewise, a book publisher who does not flex their business model to reflect trends such as Kindle or the ever-growing book communities on social media might fall behind. However, when you are an entrepreneur who develops a multiple streams of income, including passive income, your income becomes truly diversified and secure. If one income source slows down, you have others to still lift you up. Generating reliable and diversified income is an important step to building bulletproof wealth, but making money is only the first step to creating wealth. This leads us to self-reliance key number three, which is to save like a millionaire. The average millionaire saves more than 15% of their income and could live comfortably on their savings for more than 12 years. While the average American thinks millionaires are folks who drive new luxury vehicles and live in big houses with views, this is a mistaken view of the wealthy. Indeed, when Thomas Stanley and William Danko started interviewing the wealthy, one observer, who leased a new luxury car and wore $5,000 watch and designer suits, declared, They don't look like millionaires. They don't dress like millionaires. They don't eat like millionaires. They don't act like millionaires. Where are the millionaires who look like millionaires? Their research became the basis for their book, and it's called The Millionaire Next Door, which found that most millionaires considered themselves frugal. The great majority of millionaires were self-made, drove later model cars, preferred roast beef sandwiches to caviar, and lived nonchalantly in middle-class neighborhoods. We've all heard that it's not about how much you make, it's about how much you get to keep. And it's true. The hundreds of millionaires interviewed by Stanley and Danko reflected this theme. For them, money was the ticket to freedom and independence, not something to trade for consumer goods and status symbols. The median household income for the millionaires interviewed for the book was only 131000 and they attributed their financial success not to the size of their income, but to their ability to save and invest a large portion of it. But what if the money you save so diligently isn't safe? In the last few years, we've seen firsthand the instabilities of the government, the stock market, the economy, and the real estate market. It has been said that the only constant is change, and much of that change will not be in your wallet's favor, which leads us to self-reliance key number four, which is don't leave your wealth to chance. A fool and his money are soon separated, so don't be foolish with your money. One way to make assets vulnerable is to put them in someone else's control. When your dollars are subject to market crashes, never-ending fees, and unnecessary or future taxes, especially at yet-to-be-determined rates, wealth building becomes unpredictable at best. Robert Allen once asked in a seminar, Do you want to get rich quickly or slowly? Most of the audience members shouted back, Quickly! Yet the answer Allen was looking for was actually both. As he explained before any investor goes trying to double or triple their ROI, they need to learn how to get rich slowly. After all, that should be the simple part. But too many investors are so busy trying to time the market or find the magic stock picking software that they never learn how to save consistently. Then they make matters worse by trying to compensate for a lack of savings with even greater risks. 
Once investors establish consistent automatic savings habits into vehicles with certainty, those such like whole life insurance, they are ready to diversify into other investments. Sure, you can accelerate your wealth building by finding investments with higher rates of return, and at some point, that's ideal. Yet very few wealthy people are willing to take the kind of risks that average Americans are talked into every day by 401k administrators and typical financial planners. We have come to equate investing with speculating, or worse, gambling with our assets. We purchase shares and cross our fingers that the prices go up. Meanwhile, Wall Street hedge funds bet against us, and high-speed trading machines skim the profits for institutional investors. The wealthy don't gamble with their hard-earned dollars. As a matter of fact, Stanley and Danko found that millionaires held only about 20% of their assets in the stock market, preferring to keep the balance in business assets, guaranteed investments, and real estate. The economy is an unpredictable beast, and it's at the mercy of dozens of outside forces. In a world where you're encouraged to rely on others for your wealth, seek economic self-reliance instead. Building bulletproof wealth that carries you through a difficult economy is important to your prosperity. We can help you get off the stock market roller coaster and start automating your savings. By using whole life insurance to save and create opportunities, you can achieve economic self-reliance. Automating your savings is a great place to start. And once you have that securely in place, then it's time to put it to work for you. Creating multiple streams of cash flow is another way to achieve economic self-reliance. Remember from previous episodes that economic independence is when you have enough hands-off entrepreneurial cash flow to pay for all your basic living expenses. With the rising popularity of cryptocurrencies, a lot of people are wondering how crypto fits into this cash flow financial philosophy. And the answer, as surprisingly as it may seem to some, is that crypto is so strong at providing cash flow that it likely belongs in almost everybody's financial toolbox, especially if you're worried about surging inflation, rising taxes, and pathetic returns on savings accounts. And especially if you want more cash flow to power your business or lifestyle. You see, people who are new to cryptocurrencies often think the only way to make money is to buy coins like Bitcoin or Ethereum and hope they go up in value. That can certainly work out if you have a very long time horizon, but speculating on a price increase can be an extremely volatile and risky bet if you haven't done your homework. What many people don't realize is that there are three ways to generate cash flow with crypto, which means you get paid no matter what the price is doing. The first cash flow method is called staking. You've probably heard of Bitcoin mining and especially how it is very energy intensive and bad for the environment. It's true. And it's what makes the Bitcoin blockchain one of the most secure transaction ledgers in the world. Every BTC transaction is verified and added to the blockchain through a proof of work system. The miners who make these validations on high-powered computers are rewarded with new Bitcoin. However, in addition to being an energy hog, this type of verification process is also slow. So newer crypto blockchain networks are based on a different model called proof of stake, POS for short. These networks are much more energy efficient and provide faster processing. So you're probably wondering how it works. 
And without getting into the technical side of things, let's just put it this way. Instead of buying an expensive computer to solve complex calculations in order to validate transactions and get rewarded with new coins, you can instead simply stake some of your cryptocurrency and become a node validator or pool with others. The person or company running that node is saying, we promise to validate all transactions honestly. If we try to cheat the system, you can penalize us by taking a portion of our staked tokens. Here's the key. The penalty for trying to cheat and steal from the system is always much higher than the reward you could potentially get by cheating. This unique mechanism keeps everyone honest. As a reward for protecting the network, the POS blockchain rewards stakers with dividends or new tokens. Most POS blockchains generate a return of about 5 to 15% per year. Now, you could easily stake your coins in pooled nodes on exchanges like Kraken or Coinbase. Most major exchanges support this feature to some degree. The second cash flow method is called yield farming. Yield farming is an advanced topic that goes beyond the scope of our discussion today, but at a high level, yield farming is just another method of generating new cryptocurrency from your existing crypto holdings. It has drawn analogies to farming because it basically allows you to grow your own cryptocurrency. The process involves placing your existing crypto assets into a liquidity pool where they're used to facilitate trading, lending, and borrowing by other crypto networks. By providing liquidity, you earn a share of the fees that are collected for these activities. Investors earn in proportion to the share of the liquidity pool. So basically, instead of just having your cryptocurrency stored in a wallet, you create ongoing cash flow through yield farming. Typical returns for yield farming are in the 5 to 20% per year range, but it's also possible to make anywhere from 50% to 150% per year with the right token or pool. Now, more sophisticated yield farming strategies can offer some truly mind-blowing returns, at least for a short period of time. For example, yield farmers who get involved early with a new project or strategy can reap sizable profits as volume and popularity surges. Returns can get as high as 1,000 to 80,000 percent APY, according to CoinGecko. However, these strategies bear higher risk, so be sure to educate yourself before you jump into one of these pools. With that being said, there is one more way to create cash flow with crypto assets, and that's method number three, which is lending. You can also lend out your crypto assets and make a consistent, dependable return, just like a bank lends out dollars and collects regular interest payments. This is one of the simplest and fastest ways to create cash flow with your crypto. Of course, the safety and simplicity of this technique also means lower returns, The advantage is that it doesn't need constant monitoring. In other words, this can truly be set it and forget it type strategy. Once set up, this can be a simple way to make 5 to 15% per year in cash flow, which still beats any bank account we know about as of today. The easiest way you can earn interest like this is in popular exchanges like Celsius and Nexo. In the DeFi space, you can use platforms like Aave, Compound or MakerDAO. The rate they offer can vary daily, but once you lock in a rate, it won't go down. 
So now you're probably wondering, well, how often do you get paid? Using these three methods can provide daily cash flow in some cases, weekly or monthly in others. Sometimes you may need to lock down your underlying crypto assets for a set period of time. In other cases, you can pull your crypto out anytime you want. On some of the staking platforms, tokens are paid out directly to your wallet every minute of every day. You can then restake them to generate a compounding return, or you can cash them out for dollars. So now you're probably wondering about its volatility. When crypto prices are rising, earning cash flow on your crypto assets is like turbocharging your returns. That's because not only are you growing the amount of crypto you have, the underlying price is also going up. But if the price of crypto starts to fall, what then? No one wants to see the value of their deposits going down, especially if they're relying on the cash flow to power their business or lifestyle. And that's why it's vital to understand that you can also stake or lend out stable coins like USDC, USDT, or UST that are all pegged one-to-one to the US dollar. So simply put, you could trade in $10,000 for $10,000 in USDC and then stake or lend that USDC and earn anywhere from 5 to 20% per year in interest without doing anything fancy. So even if Bitcoin or other crypto prices crash, your $10,000 is still worth $10,000 plus any accumulated interest. It's the equivalent of holding digital cash while still making a 5 to 20% return. So if you want a way to create consistent cash flow on a monthly basis, very few investments provide the kind of consistent return that stable coins provide and still offer high liquidity, which is easy access to your cash. For example, $500,000 converted to a stable coin earning a 20% return is $100,000 per year or $8,000 per month in extra cash flow. You can then use that cash flow to pay your bills, grow your business, or invest in other cash flow or lifestyle assets. So if any of these topics sound exciting and you'd like to get started with crypto, remember one thing. There's always risk when it comes to investing in anything. And one of the biggest risks is lack of education and understanding about how an asset or investment works. Make sure you do your homework and due diligence before applying any of these ideas. That's all I've got planned for you this week. Until next time, remember that navigating your abundant retirement starts today. I'd like to encourage you to continue our journey of enlightenment and education by subscribing to our podcast and downloading the show. You should consult a financial advisor familiar with the specific circumstances of your unique financial situation before making any financial decisions. Nothing in this broadcast constitutes as a solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities. Any mentioned rates of returns are historical or hypothetical in nature and are not a guarantee of future returns. Carol Dewey is an investment advisor representative of Perpetual Wealth Financial, a Florida-registered investment advisor firm. 